This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Vic, and you are listening to The Mindful Experiment. Before we jump in on this interview, I wanted to just share quickly who is Shanna Lee and what is she all about? What's the process here? What, what, you know, what does she do and all this wonderful stuff? It was really a great time to um, have an opportunity to interview Shanna. She has a unique way of looking at things. She created something called the Soul Frequency. I'm sure a book on this called Soul Frequency, Your Healthy, Awakened, and Authentic Life. And she also has a podcast called The Soul Frequency Show. And it's really great because we talked a lot about how to change your frequency, how to change your vibe, how that's important, why is it important, and so much more. Um, real quick, Shanna Lee, she's an intuitive healer and a celebrity manifestation coach. She is the number one best-selling author of the book, The Soul Frequency. And she she's the leading the conversation on raising your energy frequency and creating a life founded on truth and alignment. She's a speaker, businesswoman, and consultant to executives of Fortune 500 companies, celebrities, influencers, and fashion industry experts. This was a really great and enlightening show, so I highly recommend tuning in, maybe even having a pen and paper to write some notes and take some of these life nuggets that we shared here uh, in this interview because it was really, really uh, an uplifting um, a nice way to raise your soul's frequency and so much more. So here is guys, Shanna Lee. Shanna, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I love what you're up to, the whole soul frequency and everything that you're doing. That just resonates really well with me. And so uh, I'm excited to have this moment to uh, pick your brain and dive into all that you're up to and all the amazing things that you're doing. Great. Let's do it. So I always love to start out uh, any interview, just kind of having the listeners kind of grasp of your story, because I truly, you know, the life and some, sometimes it goes in the direction of what you, you wanted it to do. But it's very slim. Most of the time it's like a, 
bouncing around. Here comes the universe telling you, yeah, this is what you thought you wanted, but this is, we're going to direct you a different way. So I always love getting that backstory. So if you don't mind sharing, how did you get into what you're doing? It's a great question. There are no straight lines in my life. <laughs> no point A straight to point B. <laughs> um, you know, I had I, I had built a big career in the real estate industry. I think I spent much of my life really looking at how I could um, have the American dream, like build what I thought, you know, success and um, certainly respect within the industry that I was in and just creating something that felt like, gosh, I'm sure this at the end of the day will lead me ultimately to fulfillment. And so much of my young life, you know, I wanted to get great grades in college and I wanted to graduate, you know, with honors, which I did. And, and I was checking off box after box after box. And after I met my husband, that was amazing and had my son. It's kind of like I had checked off all the boxes and I had all the things that I thought I wanted. And I woke up feeling like I was living somebody else's life, which was a really eerie feeling. Like I felt like I had built a life and suddenly who I was evolving to be was not in truth with this life that I had built. And so there was this big, you know, dichotomy between what it looked like on the outside and what it felt like on the inside. And I was very confused by that. And certainly, you know, when you create a whole world of people that are looking at you going, oh, wow, your life is amazing and you must be so happy and you don't feel that way on the inside, it's awful. And so it really started with me starting to say, well, what is, you know, what do I find joyful? Like, what is happy? What is fulfillment? Like these questions that call us forward. And I started to really just walk towards that, which became me um, starting to take better care of myself health-wise, learn about holistic health, starting to eat better. I mean, Google was my friend. It all started with late night Google searches of just like, what is this life about? Because I knew that I didn't want to live the life I had built for the rest of my life. Like that was not going to be okay. And so um, I started to, I started a coaching business, coaching people on holistic health, which is the one thing at the time that I really felt like I can do this well. I've kind of gotten to a place of, of mastery in this in my own life and learned a lot. And when I started coaching people after like, oh gosh, it was like 60, 80 people that I had seen, I started to have this epiphany that the way that we eat or what the behaviors that we do in life in general have nothing to do um, with stuff that's very, um, that's very easy for us to see. Like the, the what's driving the behaviors is not what we think it is. And I started to tap into an energetic gift. And so I would start to see within people um, what was causing them to, let's say, eat foods that they know they shouldn't be eating or don't want to be eating. And then, you know, they get in those moments and, and they just feel like they can't say no to it. And it started to show me that there were these energetic ties between events that had happened in our life, like when we were children or um, when we were, you know, young adults, and that we had made decisions about life from those events, and that those decisions about life were impacting today in a way that we couldn't consciously see. And so it became a bit of a playground for me just starting to say, what is this that I'm seeing? And, and how is this pertinent? And how can this help people? And at the core of it, was understanding that we each have a unique energy. And that's what I call the soul frequency. And that unique energy um, is, is absolutely something that we can expand and we can learn about within ourselves, And then we can go on to create things in our life by that understanding. Really awesome. Couple, couple things here. And I, and I, I, I've been down your path where you, you think this is what success is or this is what it should be. And you go down that road and then you get there. And then you're like, and I don't know if you felt the exact, totally exact same way, but it was like, um, is this all there is? This is not what I thought this was going to be. Yeah, exactly. Like you feel like I've arrived. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> this is nothing interesting or nothing that I actually wanted. And I think so much in life, um, we think we see things outside of ourselves or other people and we see what they've done and we put on them an experience that we believe they must be having. Like they must be loving their life because of X, Y, and Z, or they must be so happy. And then we go towards those things, um, not even realizing that that person that you were observing might not even be happy either or might not feel fulfilled either. And so 
it's all a lot of projection that we do as human beings. And really, like, what is the fix for that is starting to kind of get back in touch with what is really true for you. You know, so often we bury our thoughts and feelings about things or we think our thoughts and feelings aren't going to be popular or we just don't want to deal with them because we're busy. And yet those are the clues and the indicators to your soul frequency, to who you really are. And I always like to use the analogy of a chiropractic adjustment because when we are living out of alignment, like when I look into somebody's energetic field, when they're out of alignment, with the truth of who they are, it's like your back's out of alignment. And then you go to a chiropractor maybe and they put it back in alignment and you feel so much better. It's the same thing on the energetic level. And so when we have all these areas that are out of alignment, many times we don't even realize it because we've been living that way our whole life or we've been living that way for years or it happens so gradually that, that we're not tracking it or tracing it. And yet when you start coming back into alignment, life starts feeling a whole lot better. Couldn't agree with you more. Is it one of the, when you were developing, seeing the energetic field and so forth, because, you know, everyone has their unique gifts and, and it's, it all comes in different ways. How did you start that? How did you start becoming aware of it and, and being like, okay, I have this gift. I could see this and, and started um, becoming more sensitive to it to realize, oh my God, this, this is something I have that I can do. It's such a great question because I remember it actually happened on a specific day and it came because I realized after seeing so many people, again, at the time my practice was holistic health, that food hadn't, I, I went home, I remember, I told my husband, I go, food has nothing to do with any of this. And he's like, what? <laughs> food has everything to do with this. And I said, it doesn't though, because if, if it was just about food, we could give someone a meal plan and they would follow it, right? And that's what I kept seeing is like, why don't we do the things that we know we want to do? Like that became the biggest question. And when I started asking that question is when I started being shown the, this energetic level, right? And these emotions and these belief systems. And so literally I was started asking the question and then I started to see it. I started to see the energetic system. It almost like I use the analogy of a computer because we have you know, hardware on our computer. And then our computers have specific software that allows it to function in specific ways. So you could have entirely different software on your computer than I have on mine. Therefore, my our entire experiences of what a computer is would be totally different. So it's the same way with human beings. Like we have, you know, bodies, but we all have different programming and software from the things we've experienced from our family of origin, the people that raised us from our teachers, like we are taught all of these different belief systems, even collective belief systems in, in different countries or regions. And we embody those, right? And we live through those lenses. And so that's what I was started to be shown is like, this isn't even a conversation about food. And so sometimes like, you know, people come um, to a therapist or a coach or somebody, and they're really looking at the tip of the iceberg. They're looking at the, the annoyance, right? Or the immediate annoyance that they can see in their life. And what I was being shown is all the part of the iceberg that's underneath the water and how to start to shift that. Because if you get right to what's underneath the water, everything from there up is going to shift as well. Totally agree. 10% of the, the mass of an iceberg is on top or the 90% is underneath. So it's getting to the root of everything. Exactly. I love that. How do you change? Because, you know, programming is very prevalent. I mean, from a primitive age of zero to seven, theta, minds in a theta state, kids are just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing and being conditioned. All these programs getting installed into them. How does someone break away from that and start to unprogram? Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and that was part of my exploration when I started kind of researching what was coming up and how I was doing this work is that it's largely has to do with when I am able to see that there's a belief set that's running in their field today and that is causing some of their pain. And I can go back and see that this is something that happened or started at age six and what the event was just in bringing that into the conscious mind that energy line, which looks like a thread, starts to dissipate. So it's because we are not conscious 
first of all, that we're even running the program in current day. But then when we go back, we don't know where to look. We don't know how we started believing that, or even if we're smart enough to say, okay, this is probably programming and it's probably from childhood, that type of thing. That's just how my gift works where I can see back to like where it began. And so, so much energy is released and the line starts to dissipate when we just even become conscious of it. And then certainly with most people, there are specific action steps that I'm shown to start taking, which are not logical at all. Like they are nothing you would ever think of. So I tell people when I work with them one-on-one, I'm like, I'm going to ask you to do things and you're going to be like, what, what does this have to do with anything? Um, and, and it absolutely has everything to do with how to shift that energy. And so that's why I think it's kind of unfair because, because so much of healing is not it's not logical. It's not necessarily even three-dimensional. And we are so logically based and we so want to think through our mental plane only for the most part on this planet. Um, but as we start to open up our heart space, as we start to understand the energetic, you know, or spiritual plane, if you want to call it, that's really where um, it's not logical, but it's multidimensional. And so when you shift one thing, you're going to shift everything else as well. And that's where it becomes really accelerated healing. You're speaking to my love language. Quantum (laughs) (laughs) But it's really true. I mean, and that's the thing. And I think it's hard for people to grasp and understand because I'm in the health field as a chiropractor. And it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes people are like, well, you know, doc, I've been here for this much time. How, why am I not where I should be at a certain point? And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of things happening as we do this work. Uh, there's, there, you're, you're developing, you're evolving, and, and there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. And unfortunately, it's not a linear process. It, the body doesn't work that way um, because it is a quantum machine. It is multidimensional. Um, that being said, what is some, like, with the soul frequency, is there certain ways that you, do you see, feel their frequency? Is it like where they're vibing at in life? I mean, can you break that down a little bit? Yeah. So I feel like immediately. So basically when someone comes in my field and I open up the space and clear the space and make sure it's a safe space, then I'm going to feel like layers of the onion. So again, this is not logical, meaning someone could be asking me about a relationship and I go right in. And the first thing that pops up is something totally different that is obviously impacting their relationship. And so it presents to me, the way I've come to understand it is the soul knows how to heal. And just like the body knows how to heal, if we can get out of its way, right, and stop trying to think it needs to happen in a certain timeline or in a certain way, then it kind of starts to do its thing. And the soul will present, their soul will present to me, like, what's next? What's the most important thing that is priority in this evolution? So it's really, it becomes this um, act, I, I developed like a real bond with my um, clients, but it also becomes an act of how much we can just trust and surrender to what wants to come up and what wants to be addressed first, right? Sometimes if we have a really strong mental plane or disposition, then it's hard to, to trust the process, right? And really, I think all evolution and growth is really about learning to trust the process. Like the more we can surrender and trust the process, the easier all of that starts to evolve, whether it's physical healing, you know, mental, emotional, anything. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, it's one of those things where, um, you know, the universe always has your back is something I, or that's not my statement. Mine's uh, the universe is always working for you. Um, and that it's always there. And the more that we want to take control, the more that we think we know better than the grand old universe or soul or whatever that label wants to be called or used. Um, how does someone raise their soul frequency? How do they get that to go to higher levels and, and, and expand and so forth? So I love this question because I, you know, here I am a person that has built her entire platform about talking about frequency and energy. And we hear the term raise your frequency all of the time. And I actually feel like it's not an addition equation. It's a subtraction equation. So the idea that we need to add something on top of or try to get somewhere, I think is not is not understanding how energy works and not understanding. And so, and I also think that, you know, for a lot of, if we, if we aren't accessing a higher uh, frequency of information, 
that can be filtered in one ear and out the other, or also feel not tangible. And so I'm a, one of my biggest missions is to bring this idea of quantum down to earth, right? Make it practical and applicable, even if we feel like we're at a frequency that doesn't feel great at the time, that we can still start taking action steps with it. And so one of the things to understand about frequency is that everybody's soul frequency is naturally high. Like that is the natural state of being. And so really the question is, what is causing it to not feel that way? Which is then we get into the subtraction equation because ultimately frequency shifts as a byproduct of releasing. So whether you are releasing an emotion that has been stored in your body, whether you're releasing a traumatic event, meaning you've held shame and guilt around it, and now you're going to speak that and emote about it with the intention of healing that, um, whether you're going to move away from certain people in your life that aren't healthy for you and that are constantly, you know, little scrapes day in, day out in your life. Like it is, that is what starts to shift our frequency. And it's fascinating because after coaching so many people, like the one thing that holds us in the frequency we're currently living in are the people around us, the people that are the closest to us, our family, our friends, our colleagues, the people that love us the most are also holding us in a certain frequency. And so, you know, one of the things about transformation that I think everybody goes through at one point or another is having to evaluate and learn to communicate in their relationships. And so I actually created something born from several, I mean, just time and time again, conversations about how to powerfully communicate for change. And I created a blueprint called the Alignment Conversation to help people feel empowered to have the conversation. And the conversation could be anything from, hey, you know, I'm having a spiritual awakening. Like, I don't understand it either, but I need to start talking about it because I can't keep just Googling at midnight about this. Or I want to leave a well-paying job and go do something else. Or I don't know if I can be in this relationship anymore in the in its current form. I mean, these are big changes that come up for people as they start to heal on every level of their being. Or... I don't want to argue with you all the time. Like I want to have a powerful conversation with you. And so I created this blueprint to literally give a practical, actionable step to starting to really communicate with the people so that they're not in fear about the ways that you want to change your life or the ways that you want to grow. Because when we start saying, I want to grow or I want to change, it puts people in terror. Like they wonder if they're going to get left behind. They wonder if something is wrong with them. It just, and then when they get afraid, they want to hold you in a certain frequency, right? Because we're, we're all like really afraid of change as human beings for the most part. And so this, I do a, a free 20 minute training with it as well. So people can like literally understand why each step is important and how it brings people together and gets people aligned on a co-created vision to how we're going to move forward and honor both of us in this relationship. And so they can get that at the soulfrequency.com forward slash alignment. Um, and you'll also get access there to the free training. So that's been an invaluable, very practical tool for how we can start to change our energy. Awesome. And for the listeners listening, I'll have that in the show notes for you guys. But what is, so this, this topic comes up a lot. Um, you know, I'm making changes. I feel this stuff, but now I'm realizing the people I have in my life, uh, maybe they're not there. How does someone create like a boundary um, to, I don't want to say protect themselves because they don't need to. It's just, it's just creating a boundary and just saying, this is what I need to do. What are some ways, or is it all in the, 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 the alignment conversation? Well, I'll give you some, this has been a famous tip in my practice. Um, and also I want to say that you want to, if you feel like you're having that kind of dynamic with people in your life or anyone in your life, just so before you even begin this tip, just so we step out of the frequency of victimization, like no one is doing anything to us. We have attracted based on a, an energy we were resonating at a certain reality, right? Full of certain people, full of certain types of reactions. And the best thing we can do for ourselves is first to stop and take responsibility for that. Like I have put energy out in the world, sometimes from my woundedness, sometimes from places of being unaware. I mean, we all have that, right? 
but I have attracted this cast of characters in my life on this movie screen called My Reality, and I am the person that can shift that by shifting my energy. Just having that recognition is going to change us out of the frequency of victimization and into sitting in a very empowered place. So once we kind of just claim that in the world, so whenever something shows up and triggers you or makes you upset, you just want to say, oh, right, like that's that's a character on my movie screen that I attracted either to learn a lesson, right, or to learn how to put a boundary in place or to learn how to shift away from that. It's all lessons, right? And when we stand in the place of like, oh, right, I created this, then we understand that we can also change that. And so one of the ways that is the most effective way to put a boundary in place is understanding that most people are living in cyclical patterns. It's like they're on a merry-go-round that's going around and around and around. And we all have this. This is how I call it the first floor of frequency of patterning. patterning. So let's say there's a 10-story building and every floor of the building is a different frequency. It's not really like that because it's multidimensional, but for conversation purposes, it works. And on the first floor, it's like merry-go-rounds, all these merry-go-rounds in there and people are on them. So it can be like a weight loss merry-go-round or a relationship merry-go-round or you know career merry-go-round. And so we see these things show up in our life time and time again, right? Like, oh, I keep marrying the wrong guy or dating the wrong guy or girl, or I keep struggling with my weight or I keep struggling with money or whatever it is, right? And by the time we get to the midsection of our life, we recognize that for the most part. Like, gosh, this keeps happening to me. And so you just want to notice that, oh, I'm in an energy frequency of cyclical patterns. And really what the higher frequencies are is that we get to move out of those and we get to use that energy that we have used up going round and round for years in a different way. We get to create different things with that energy rather than burning ourselves out going around and around. And so we just want to notice if we have people that are going around and around with us, right? Like, do we have the friend or the parent or, you know, the colleague that calls us up on the phone and literally just complains about something or keeps us on the phone for an hour complaining and it's the same thing over and over again, right? We Everybody's had that in their life, I'm sure. It's like the same problems, the same aches, the same pains. And you might say, oh, well, you should do this or you should try this. But they don't. They just call you and it's like the same thing. And so what they're doing is they're utilizing your energy in that moment, right? They're taking your energy. And so boundaries are really important when we're going to start to reclaim our truth, when we're going to start to pull our energy back to ourselves so that we can change and up level and grow. And so when that person calls, when that person knocks on your door, sends you an email, um, whatever it is, you just want to break that pattern for them. So let's say you have someone that calls you and they complain about the same thing and, and they might be your best friend. I mean, this is not, this is people you love, right? But you want to just say, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I have to get off the phone. I got to grab this or I got to get the door because what you're doing is in a non-threatening way, you're breaking that energetic pattern, right? Which it's interesting because typically my clients would say, oh, this person keeps calling and they keep saying this. And, and finally, I just got frustrated and said, stop talking to me about this. Stop doing this. And then, of course, the other person gets hurt feelings. They're upset at you, right? There's all this drama around it. And so this is a really quick and easy tool we can use. Like if someone's comes up to you and they're saying things to you that aren't nice, you just want to, you can get in your car and leave the house, right? It's going to break the pattern. You don't need to say anything. You don't need to cause drama. You just remove yourself from that energy field. And then you can come back later and that energy has been broken, right? You broke that dynamic. And what's fascinating is that if you keep doing that, like the person on the receiving end of that usually doesn't register anything's going on. They just think you're busy or you had to get off the phone, but they will stop calling you for that behavior, right? They will stop running the pattern with you. If you break the pattern enough, they will start doing it with somebody else. They'll call somebody else and run the pattern with them because they're at the level of the pattern. But, but it's fascinating how it works because at a subconscious level, they're actually understanding I can't run this pattern here. And so it's a very practical tool to start reclaiming your energy and your time. I like that. What if you get someone who's extremely persistent? <laughs> yeah, you just, you, it's interesting because it's like, as long as you, you know, people are very persistent 
And you, and typically when people are persistent, you retreat, right? Or you stop answering them, which, which for some personalities makes them even more persistent. So the key is to answer it, right? Not to like pull your energy all the way back because when people pull their energy all the way back, the other person's going to come forward, right? They're going to try to fill that gap. And so the trick is to, to answer, answer the text, answer the call, right? Just, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, okay. Oh gosh, what's going on in your life? Okay. Well, I definitely want to hear about that. Like, I'm sorry, you know, show them compassion for where they're at and just say, you know, I'll have to call you later. So they get that connection. They're not feeling like you're pulling back but you're just not going to sit on the line and entertain, not just, this is an important distinction. You're not going to entertain the pattern that isn't the truth of who they are, right? This is a low frequency pattern that's in their field. This is not their higher self. This is not the best version of them and the truth of who they are. And so what you're doing is actually supporting them in not running that pattern, You know, people don't have the conscious awareness a lot of times to know that they're running a pattern. But what you, as you start to evolve and grow and expand, you're going to be able to see that more and more in other people. And you're just supplying them like non-confrontive support in not running the pattern. No, I think that's, that's really great and powerful because you, you are creating like a, you're, you're, you're stopping enabling them to allow them to do that. Right. And it's all about, cause you, you self-responsibility. I'm allowing this. This is why this exists. And then exactly. you make that change. It creates a ripple effect. And my experience has always been, they're either going to um, shift change and say, okay, this relationship is going to have to go into new waters then, or like you were saying earlier, they'll just find someone else to do that too. Exactly. And that's exactly what you want. I always tell people like both options are, are a win, right? It, both options are great. Like someone is either when you start putting boundaries in place and you start, you know, managing your own energy and taking responsibility, people are either going to rise up to that or they're going to go away. And both of those things are positive, right? Because ultimately we can't have people in our field holding us in a certain frequency when our sole desire is to grow. Like that causes dissonance. It causes, I'm sure you see this in your practice, like it causes physical stuff to go on in your body, right? When you came here to grow at a certain time, not necessarily everybody in your life came with that same soul path, right? Like we can't expect just because we're here to grow or we've waken up, woken up at a time in our life and said, you know, I'm supposed to do these things. I'm supposed to grow. Um, we can't expect everybody to be on the same page. That's not their journey. That wouldn't be fair. I always say to people, you can't drag everyone along with you, right? When they're not ready or it's not their time. And, and we also have to love people and say, it may never be their time. Like some people didn't come here to have the experience that you're having. And that's a beautiful thing too, right? Because I think sometimes we start learning new information and we just, we love people. And so we go, oh, well, they should get on board with this, right? And they should do it too. And we should all do it together. And, and that's amazing. But if that's not their path, then it would be wrong for them to do that too, right? Totally. I, and I love how you say that it's their path because a lot of times people, even with our own self, we want to control the certain thing or the outcome or true control this and that. And it, and this is a, depending where yeah belief systems or your experiences have been, I mean, we've kind of chose a path before we came here and it, and this is what we wanted to learn, but also provide to the collective also at the same time. And it's one of those things where I just love when you say that, because a lot of times we, we learn something new and, and we're like, oh, my God, you need to learn this because I could see this in you and this is what you got to work on. And if like the person's not designed to go that route and this is the type of life they're chose to live, not from a, uh, a human perspective, but from a soul's perspective. Um, yeah, it's just not going to not going to gel. Yeah. And the reason we want to take everyone along is because we truly desire at the core of our being to stay in a frequency alignment. Like it feels uncomfortable for us. I talk about this in my book, The Soul Frequency, Your Healthy, Awakened and Authentic Life. I talk about what I call frequency gaps. And this is when we start to shift our frequency. And it's like, it starts to feel very strange sometimes with certain relationships in our life. Like we are lifting off of this relationship. There's no lack of love many times. It's not like the love disappears. It's just that feeling of magnetism or connection. Like you might start feeling like, I don't, I don't really feel like calling this person. And I used to talk to them all the time or, 
it just doesn't seem right to be like getting together as much. And, and it's a weird feeling to have because we are not, we, we don't typically learn that. We learn that people are either friends and they're in or family and they're in, or there's a big blow up and a disagreement and they're out, right? And so we're not talking to them. It's very black or white. And really when we start to evolve and change our energy and change our frequency, it's this feeling of like, yeah, I still love them. Like, yeah, they're great. I can see where they're at. It's just, we don't match up anymore. And that feels very weird to people because we seek alignment. Like we vibrate with what we're around. Literally, we can't help that. I mean, people will say, you know, in the personal development space, like, you know, you are the sum of the five people you hang around, which is true from an energy standpoint in that most people realize like, I want to be around people that I want to be like in a sense, in an energetic sense, because I'm going to start resonating with that energy. I'm going to start vibrating off of that and I'm going to start integrating that. And so I think at any point in somebody's own, you know, personal evolution or journey, you come to the point of realizing like, I can no longer be around certain things that either trigger extreme emotion, unhealthy behaviors, all of that kind of stuff in me, because I'm going to interact with that. I'm going to vibrate with that. And so you start being really careful about what you spend your time around and what you listen to and what you watch. And, you know, all of that is energy that we're taking in. And and people always ask me like, well, for somebody that's just starting out, like what's something really practical that they can do? And I say, listen to podcasts because that feel empowering and uplifting like yours, like Mine, I have a show called The Soul Frequency Show. Like, if you listen to a positive podcast, it's going to shift the way you think for, like, let's say three hours a day in the background while you're doing other stuff. That's going to start changing your energy. That's going to start waking you up to something different. And it's, it's a free thing you can start doing. So when you think about, okay, I'm awake for maybe 16 hours a day, 18 hours a day, whatever it is, how can I fill those hours with things that make me feel good and make me feel empowered and make me feel uplifted more so than things that pull me down. And as you start to shift that very practically in your life, like your energy changes and what comes into your life changes. I love that. I, I use a, an analogy like, you know, the food you take in, the quality of the food determines the quality of the cells you produce. And then from the mind side, the quality of things you, you have coming in uh, if you don't have proper guardians to the mind, um, then all of a sudden, you know, whatever it is, if it's good stuff, like you were just saying, that's uplifting, it's positive, it's, it, it, it's empowering, then you keep putting that in. Eventually, you will start to vibe to that frequency and start leveling up. Exactly. It's, I always say that that's that alignment that we like to align or we are, we are fundamentally built, right? I'll say that, not just like it, fundamentally built to align to the frequencies around us is such a powerful tool for growth. Like when you really understand that, you can start putting yourself in environments and situations that is going to help you up level. It's not this concept of like, oh, it's hard work, right? Like it's really hard work to raise my frequency. It's like, no, it's really about putting yourself around energy that you want to emulate or integrate and start to exchange with. And it supports, right? It just naturally starts to lift you. Yeah. And I, and I totally with that. And it's one of the things too, I think in this journey of life, you know, the raise our vibe, I think it's more of um, just your, it's like a discovery process to really understand who you are. And the more like you connect with who you really are and, you know, going through the process of life to be like, Oh, this is more who I am, or here's my purpose, or here's this, or here's that. Then all of a sudden, you start to get this feeling of feeling good, this positivity, this better, higher vibrational frequencies. And really, it's just more of a discovery of of more of you. Would you kind of agree with that a little bit? Absolutely. And the one thing that is different at a at a higher vantage point. So I always use this building analogy because if I'm on the first floor and I look out the window, I'm going to see the sidewalk and the trunk of a tree. If I'm on the 10th floor and I look out the window, I'm going to see the clouds and maybe some other high-rise buildings. Like that is, it's like a different world, right? It's like you're not even living in the same reality at all as somebody who's looking out the window on the first floor. And so we start to tap into infinite possibility and we start to tap into like this greater and grander vision for our life, this higher vision for our life. And we start to attract the tools to create that. So I always say, 
you know, people talk about finding your purpose. It's not so much finding it like it's something that's out there that's lost. Like purpose just is, just like high frequency just is. And it's really looking at what needs to go that is causing us to not see the purpose. Because the one thing I saw, even in my practice, when it was an in-person practice in the early days, is that when I started to disconnect these energetic lines, purpose just rose to the surface. Like purpose became glaringly present for people once the veil of like past pain and, and, you know, belief systems that feel negative and all of that kind of stuff started to lift, like certainly food and how they, you know, ate and all of that changed, but really purpose came into those sessions. So people would come and say, man, I've been thinking about something like I've been thinking about creating this, or this feels like, I feel like I should be um, starting to work on something. And so there was this like natural desire that just became ever present once the veil was lifted of this is what I think I'm supposed to do with my life. And, and whether the person started with it as a hobby or started just having fun and exploring it, or the person would come in and say, I feel like I need to really just shift everything. It would be at differing degrees for different people, but it was present in everyone. Do you have a method or a way for people to find their purpose and understand why, why, what it is and so forth? Yeah, I have um, manifestation mastery programs, which uncover the purpose. They can find out more about that at thesoulfrequency.com forward slash coaching. So it's an ongoing coaching relationship where I take a deep dive with people, um, which is really about unearthing what wants to be created. That's what I call it. Like what what wants to be created through you at a soul level on this planet? So we can have ideas, like all of us have ideas of things we might want to do. Um, but there's a big energy shift that needs to happen for somebody to allow purpose to rise and then to create that purpose in a three-dimensional reality. So to go from idea um, to creation. And I talk about something I call the creation equation in my book. Um, I go through each of the steps of it, but but everything that is created in our three-dimensional reality is created through these four steps that are in the book. Um, and when we really start to embody those steps, we can get from idea, because so many people have ideas and they don't go anywhere, to how to actually build this. And in my former life, I built businesses. And so um, it was it's me kind of blending some of my very practical business experience with, with what I see in these higher dimensional frequencies as possible for us at this time. I love it. That's awesome. With your book, I always love asking this question when someone wrote a book. When you wrote it, who were you writing the book for? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I actually resisted writing the book for quite a while. Um, but when I went through my transformational experience, which I like to say was a pull the rug out from underneath you transformation, um, not many people, you know, change every area of their life as drastically as I did. And so it was, it was a story in and of itself. And there was one point, um, which is kind of like the lowest point in the transformation where I was laying face down on the floor of my son's bedroom and had something really spiritually profound happen in that room. And I talk about it in the book. I share the story. And in that moment, I was basically told like the whole reason that I was going through this was that people will and are going through the same type of, of, I call it energetic alchemy, like an actual total shift in the frequency that they're living their life at and that more of this will happen um, on the planet as we move forward. And so that this was something that I was going through so that I would share it and so that I would give people a framework for how to move through this. Because when I was going through it, it just felt like there were times where it felt like I was going into oblivion. You know what I mean? I didn't know what... I didn't know there were steps to the process. I didn't know there was a beginning, middle, and an end. Like, it just felt super scary because I was heading so far into the unknown. And on the at the end of the process, 
like I was basically shown all of the steps that I'd gone through, why the steps were important. And so really I wrote the book so that people that are going through it can say, oh, here's where I am in the process. And there is a process that's going on here. It's not just things are coming apart or not working out or, you know, or changing in big ways. Um, I think sometimes, I think it's like if we are, you know, running a marathon like some of what gets you through the marathon is, you know, it's 26 miles, right? Like, you know, okay, I'm on mile 20. I can get to 26 point whatever and finish the race. If you didn't know that there was a finish line, at some point you might give up at mile 20 or mile 21, but, but purely knowing that you can get to 26 from 21 is kind of what gets you to the finish line. And that's really what the intention of the book about is to share vulnerably and authentically about the process that I went through so that people can feel supported in their process. I love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with all, with, with that, with, um, oh, I lost my train of thought where I was going with that. All right. It'll come back to me, but with, the um, with the book and everything, what is, you know, I'm sorry, let me scrap that for a second with, uh, the, where we are as a conscious vibration level, where do you see the, you see the world shifting? Do you see it? Cause we live in a very transformative transformational time where it's like a pivot point, a tipping point of consciousness and vibration. And, and, you know, we can look at things from the physical realm and see where we are. And it's just like, this is very interesting times we live in, but at the same token, um, is there a glimpse of hope and shift to transform, to elevate the consciousness of humanity to get to these higher levels, or um, which is really just in, just experiencing more of who we are, um, potential, possible? Absolutely, yes. And what's fascinating about it is, you know, there is a different energy on the planet. And so for us to stay on the planet, we have to evolve too. I mean, Mother Earth is our, you know, is our sustenance and, and she's changing. So we have to change. It's, it's a, it's an evolution that's going on in all different ways. It's not just human beings. Um, and so many people don't have the reference point that is empowering for what's going on. So even though it feels sometimes like the world is, is a denser energy and there's a lot of chaos going on, chaos is always the predecessor of change. You're not going to have big change without chaos because, and this is even within ourselves, because things have to break apart a little bit to reformulate right? We can't just go from solid form over here to a different solid form over here. There's, there's a coming apart a little bit or a loosening up so that things can reconfigure in a new way. And so that's a great lens to look through when we look at some of the things that feel like they're chaotic or coming apart or big systems, right? In our world that our truth is rising to the surface and they're not looking as wonderful or reliable or whatever as they used to. And this is just part of the, of the awakening, right? Because the awakening is really about the individual, unique soul frequencies of people. This is not about groupthink or homogenization, which we were in a frequency of for a long time. This is about people understanding their own individual power, and, and how their own individual energy affects the collective. So many times in, in decades past, we didn't feel important, right, as an individual. We served a whole. That's how we got it to be important, right? It's like, or feel important. But, but as individuals, we have largely been in this victimization frequency, where it's like we blame life, we blame other people, we blame all kinds of things, and we sit there feel, feeling powerless to do anything. Like, who am I? I can't change anything, right? And this is what's really evolving. And so as people start to step in, which the internet, it's funny, the internet and, and uh, social media and things like that really are giving people access to information we did not have before, right? So if we're interested in certain subjects, we can research that ourselves. Like that wasn't readily available, you know, decades ago. And so it's really causing us to take on education, our, educating ourselves and, and the education of our minds and the freedom of our minds. Like we now can do that as individuals. And so that is a huge step forward for us as a, as a culture, as a collective. Um, and a lot of people are going through these changes, these awakenings, but they feel like it's bad. They feel like 
things are not going the way they used to, or things are breaking apart and that, and they don't have the perspective yet of like, oh, what's coming apart is only so something new can come together. And so if we don't, as individuals make that connection, meaning like we don't run into information, which is really why I wrote the book that tells us here's the process we are going through, right? As, as an individual and also as a collective, then, then we think life is getting worse and we think we're falling apart. And if we stay in that frequency of mindset, um, a lot of those people will, um, choose to leave the planet at some time, right? Like whether that's through just naturally getting older and passing away, um, it's, we will see that happen because it needs to, at some point, we need to see the greater picture. And so that's really what an awakening journey is about is like, oh, wait a second, there's something much bigger happening here. And once we start to look through that lens, we can see that this is all happening for a powerful reason and we can move forward into the evolution that's calling all of us forward. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.